Hello, I am Victor Young, the Daily Life Coach. Thank you for joining me today. Today's episode is brought to you by Human Technology Solutions, where technology meets lifestyle. Look for the Dream Boss Virtual Manager application in 2017 on Apple and Android. Join the human movement. Just in case this is your first time tuning in, make sure you listen to the rest of Season 1 on thedailylifecoach.com or iTunes. iTunes is kind of easy. It allows you to just set it and forget it by hitting the subscribe button after you complete your search for The Daily Life Coach. But take your pick. As long as you listen, I don't mind. I'm flexible like that. By the way, we only have two episodes left in Season 1 before we go on hiatus for the fall in the winter, and we'll be back in the spring. So make sure you get your fix in and share the Daily Life Coach with all your success groups ASAP. All right, it's time to get down to business, people. Today's episode is called The Rise of the Human, not the rise of the machine. The machine has actually been rising for decades, quietly, in the background, in the shadows, in that alley, Lurking in that guy's garage while he's inventing. We're going to talk about the rise of the human. Because many of you didn't realize that we've been falling for a couple decades now. Mankind has been under siege by technology, innovation, robotics, etc., etc., I know many of you are thinking, this is not the podcast for me because I'm in sales and salespeople will never be replaced because we're so wonderful at building rapport. We just chum it up. I mean, we just, you know, we just lay it down. We do our thing. They'll never be able to replace us. Hmm. Maybe, maybe not. I would lean towards maybe a lot of, a lot of individuals who are a lot smarter than I am, who spent countless hours, days, weeks, months, years researching quantum processors and robotics and artificial intelligence are right around the corner from being able to deploy a technology that would allow computers to think, to have a level of intelligence that when that computer system hears a certain word or phrase they can actually think it can it can actually think around that phrase i like to cancel my service maybe the computer comes on and talks you out of it hi this is victor why would you like to cancel your service today and i say uh because it's down all the time and the computer just like busses out like a did you know did you know we are changing our technology in six days? Our new integration of technology will include X, Y, and Z, and we can save you 15% on your bill. And you're like, wow, thank you, R2-D2. I think I'll stay with you. So press three and you can get this new discount and new service. That'd be pretty amazing, wouldn't it? Well, that technology already exists. The ability to walk into a telephone store and pop yourself in a kiosk has eliminated the need to have nine people waiting at the door. Or everyone goes to a bank, right? Let's talk about banking for a minute. I remember walking in the bank and there would be eight or nine tellers and people walking all over and 10, 12 people in a banking center. 
Now there's like a regional banker who handles business transactions and maybe there's a wealth manager at in a district, few tellers and a bunch of ATMs, and they've been replaced by what? Exactly, you're 100% correct. Online banking. Take a picture of that check, front and back, boom, it hits tonight instead of you driving around with this check in your car for six days going, yeah, I've got to deposit that check. Wait until they figure out how to upload money. Well, we'll be in trouble. These are just a few examples of how technology and innovation, and furthermore, automation and quantum processing is going to affect every single industry that is repetitive, that that is process-based, and that is under pressure. Have you ever felt like you're under pressure? I know I have once or twice in my life I've felt like I've been under pressure because there are certain demands that we all have right now. Society is demanding faster turnarounds for every service and every product. Once I order it, once I say, yes, I want it, I want it now. I don't want to wait five days. I don't want to wait a week. I want it now. And you're saying, how does that affect all this, Victor? What does that mean? How does that put a human under pressure? How do you think industries are going to be able to keep up with the demand, the turnaround, the lower margins? The only way industries will be able to keep up with the timelines, the demands, and the competitive pricing that all consumers are looking for around the world is to use innovation and cut out the expense of employees. I'll give you an example. 20 years ago, you walked through a factory at an automobile manufacturing plant, and you saw union workers hanging doors, putting on grills, mounting engines, etc., painting. Now you go to a plant and you see a car on a track going from station to station while a robot installs a door. While a robot paints a car flawlessly every single time. What does that mean? That means we needed a better price on that car. That means we needed higher quality on that car. That means we couldn't afford to pay a guy $58 an hour to hang doors or to paint cars anymore. We had to go and find a machine that we could basically maintain And in two or three years of use, it's paid for itself. In the next 10 years of use we get out of it, it's all upside, which means we can lower our prices, right? You know, I I look at fast food and the fast food industry, you're like, nobody can cook a hamburger. Nobody. No robot can make a hamburger, right? Nobody can lay down that triple all beef patty, stack it up with a special sauce, and just bun it up. Like my buddy Tom. Tom makes the best burger the way he grills those onions. Think again. If the average cost per employee in the fast food industry breaks $16 an hour, how many $2 Big Macs do you think are going to have to sell in order to make their money back? Oh, that's right. The $2 Big Mac has to go to like $6 to pay for that guy. That's if, 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 that's if you're able to keep the same amount of walkthrough. Everything has a price. Every single time we make demands in one area, it offsets another area. 
For every action, there's a reaction. And that's just the way it is. There's only so much money in a pot. There's only so much money we can charge for a product or service. And once we hit the ceiling on it, we've got to look to innovation and automation in order to make up the difference. There's a machine right now that can make a hamburger better than practically everyone except for me because I just throw it down when I'm on the grill. I am Chef Victor, just so you guys know. My food is so good, I've got that, if you ever heard of it in the South, that slap your neighbor good. That just means when you taste a bite of what I cook, you just got to walk next door, knock on your neighbor's door, and just pow, give him a little face slap. Just You got to just literally go and express the love, the flavor that you just mm, took into your body. Sorry, Mariano. If someone leaves my house, I've got a cookout coming. You may want to go out of town for a couple of days because you're, you're my neighbor and everyone's going to organically walk to the right. If you see smoke coming out of my grill, don't open your front door, please, Mariano. I don't want you to get slapped. You're, you're a really nice guy. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve this. Okay, back on track here. Sorry about that. What happens when our demand for lower margins, faster, higher quality, hits the ceiling? Hmm. We'll just create a different job, right? So if everyone loses their job in banking, we'll just create another sector, right? So that we can give them more jobs, right? Not necessarily. The more innovation that we have down the road, the less opportunities we're going to have. And we can't stop this. It's like a drug. Saving money and getting it faster. We're in the microwave society. We're in the right now era. We can't stop this. That ship has already sailed. So what do we do about it? Hmm. No one wants to pay too much for their clothing. But they want really high quality. How do you get your prices down? That means we, we've got to use technology. There's editing systems. There's editing systems programmed with artificial intelligence that look for pauses and the best time to make cuts and assemble footage just as good as any editor can sit down and plug himself into a linear editing system like Final Cut or iMovie. There's voice technology right now that is amazing. Have you heard of Alexa? How about Google Home? The technology in Google Home is so innovative, it's going to change the way we interact with our computer systems, with our homes, with everything that it can influence from a wireless connection or Bluetooth. It's now changed. Life as we know it is sitting on the shelves in Best Buy waiting for someone to come and buy that technology. And it's like a hundred bucks, maybe fifty. On Cyber Monday, I think I saw it for fifty nine. We got to start paying attention. What is going to happen as the machine continues to rise? We can't stop the machine from rising, but we can do what we can do is this. You know, we can't stop that machine from rising. As a matter of fact, I woke up the other night and when I woke up, I was humming. I was humming this song and it was driving me crazy. So I went to my home app and I hummed it into my home app and it told me what it was and it was it was Mary J. Blige. It was that song, I'm Going Down. I woke up and it was, I could just hear it faintly. I'm going down. 
I'm going down, cause you ain't around, baby. My whole world's upside down. Just so you know, my cell phone is baby. That's what I call her. She's a beautiful iPhone 7. And I keep her protected in a Pelican ballistic case. It's kind of a protector. It's part of my instinctive characteristics. I felt like I was going down. I felt like the machines were winning. And then I realized our only option, well, this is my option. I'm sure someone's got an option B and an option C out there, but we have to delay the rise of the machine by getting serious about the human movement. We have to find our human sides ASAP. So all you life science majors out there who graduated and got your degree in life sciences and you went to get a job and people were like, what the heck is a life science degree? This is your time to shine. If you're a life science major, first off and foremost, you need to share this podcast right now. Then I want you to call your parents and say, I am a winner. And I did take a good degree. So don't say I wasted your money again. Your parents would never say that just because you're not working in your field study. I'm sure they never thought that once when you changed your major 12 times and you ended up with a life science major. They were like so supportive and they were like, I just want her to be happy. doesn't matter how much money it costs. That's what I'm here for. Anyway, that's a whole other conversation. Life science majors meet engineers meet software developers it's time there's going to be an emergence of technologies that are designed to prolong the ability for humans to stay engaged in the workplace they have to exist and if not we're going to rush ourselves out of society what happens when Jobs start to decline because technology and innovation is so good that a company no longer has to pay someone $26 an hour to work in a call center. That job becomes a $10 an hour job or a $12 an hour job. And once it breaks $13.50, they can afford to upgrade their entire platform to a technology and innovation with quantum processors and artificial intelligence. Because there is a point of no return. There is a point of diminished return. There is a point that when you break X amount per dollar as a business, you have to say what else exists because either I'm going to go bankrupt because I can't afford to pay someone $26 an hour, or I've got to find an alternative that meets the demand of that same client who, when they leave work at the end of the day, they want $26 an hour, but they also want on their personal side, the best deal, the fastest deal, the most amount of data. They want the cheapest food, they want the least expensive clothing, the least expensive car. They want the best movie they can possibly see. They want it, they want explosions and graphics and they want it all. We want it all. Not they. We want it. I want it too. I want the best of everything and I don't want to pay for it. Well, not a lot at least. I expect to pay something. But I want it for less. And we're all guilty. Yes, you too. Mr. High and Mighty over there saying, not me. Yes, you are. 
we've all walked into that business, whether it's uh, online, buying an airline ticket, and using 30 different ways to get a discount airline ticket, to cheapest way to get a ride by using ride sharing, Uber, Lyft, etc., or Airbnb, how can I get the best place with the least amount of money? How can I get the best hotel for the least amount of money? Hmm. I think there's a website for there's a website for everything. People are out there like, uh, how can I find a husband or wife and not have to spend a lot of money through dating? How about I just go out there and just match it up on the internet? You can match practically everything. Everything's on sale on the internet. My gosh. It's all on sale. We're all guilty. The power of robots, quantum processing, automation, innovation. And what is automation? Basically, automation is this. Automation just means taking all this existing technology from the internet, from computer processors, whatever it may be. And we're taking all this existing technology and we're creating code. We're creating a network of ways for it to work seamlessly without humans, without interaction, without Mary, Billy, Bobby, Jackie, Terry, whoever they may be. We don't need the names. We don't need the faces. We just need this automation to take over and power our innovation. So if one processor, one computer system can do the work of 50 humans, as a business owner, as a corporation trying to make a profit and stay in business, or sometimes it's not even about the money. Sometimes we just demand a level of service that cannot be replicated by humans because there's the thing called human error. Okay, that's error. Just wanted to make it fancy for a minute. There's always going to be human error, and nobody wants to deal with a human error. Everybody wants flawless performance every single day. And every single time we, we continue to see errors that now will translate over to our Google review or our Yelp review or our dealer rater review or our, geez, what else is there? You name it. There's so many different ways to review an individual that can affect their level of business that every single time we go out there and we continually identify areas of weakness within businesses who are trying to fix those errors and they're trying to train and coach and motivate and recruit the individuals, the people, the flesh, the humans who can actually execute these items or these job tasks. And a business owner can't find them because everyone they hire, they just have that 1% or 2% error rate. And in this day and age, you just can't afford to have any error rate. Happy customers just move along happy because they expect to be happy. Sad customers smash you on the internet. I'm happy all the time. Rarely do I stop and give a great review. I recently gave a lady a great review at Ikea the other day. Went leaps and bounds beyond my expectations. Just cashing me out. Knowing what to do when the machine stopped. She actually managed her technology. Most people, their technology breaks and they stop. They're stuck. They don't even know where to go. She actually, she knew what to do. I was so impressed. I got to the door. I looked back. 
It's like, what is your name? And I, and I went to my car and I gave her a great Yelp review because I was so excited to see an individual who actually knew how to manage their technology and wasn't managed by their technology. But she's a dinosaur. I felt like I could, like I went back in time to Jurassic Park. Not to say she was old. She wasn't that old. I'm just saying. I felt like I'd gotten in the time machine based upon the level of service that I was able to receive. Stay with me. What happens, guys? Think about it. Stop getting sidetracked. Are you texting right? What are you doing? Stay with me. What happens in your personal industry? Whatever you do on a daily basis, when there's a computer system, a technology that can replace what you do, where are you going? Thank you. I, I, I think you're finally starting to see the crisis that we're in right now. I think you're finally starting to realize the rise of the human must start now. Humans must take a stand to delay the inevitable. The inevitable is this. One day there's going to be less people working in each household because there'll be no need. There won't be a need for us to go to call centers or banks or retail stores to show clients because clients will be going to review sites to review the reputation from other peers and they'll buy it online. Jobs like roofing, automotive repair, landscaping, etc. Jobs that require us to physically touch and do, they will continue to live on until repairs become modular. That's a whole other podcast. Guys, it's time to become human again. We pound each other every single day to get the most out of every second of our existence. And don't get me wrong. I don't want you to lower your expectations for service or quality any lower than you already have. But at the same time, if you're having a bad day and you continue to take it out on every single business person that you cross, every single new kid who's working the register, you might make it really tough for your grandkids to be able to feed themselves or your kids or yourself, depending on how old you are. We are literally driving the demand to make humans extinct and we don't realize it sometimes. And don't get me wrong, there are some really, really, really crappy people out there. There's some jack wagons out there that deserve to be drugged down the street on our Yelp review. They deserve it. They're clueless. They have no compassion, no empathy. They just don't get it. They haven't been trained well. And it's sad. Shame on the boss for not training you. Maybe they're untrainable. However... We've got to find a way to create some margin for mankind. There's going to be some technologies that emerge in the near future. Those technologies are being developed in order to create this margin. In order to make people more efficient, require humans to need less leadership. This technology will allow humans to need less motivation, inspiration, and it'll be 
substitute it with notifications and updates and reminders. The existence of that technology that's mobile, that's there, that'll provide those notifications and updates and reminders. And a roadmap to keep us on task and to make sure that we're competitive with the machines. It's time for humans to rise to the occasion. Because the machines are not slowing down. And we all see what happened to Sarah Connor and John Connor when they got a little relaxed and lazy there for a while. It took them a long time to find their place in all that. Thank you, Governor Schwarzenegger, for stepping up in Terminator 1, 2, and 3. Helping us fight the machines. Seriously, guys, we see these movies and the sci-fi and it's all these things that we see and we kind of laugh about it or we just think it's entertaining. Think about Star Trek when they used to whip out that little communicator and James Kirk used to talk to Spock and Scotty. Beam me up. All of a sudden that phone was called the Star Tech. We all had a flip phone back in the day. Remember that? And lasers. We're not far out from that. All these things are coming and they're coming faster than they did in the past because the more innovation and technology we develop, the faster we're able to turn around these advanced solutions that don't include human behavior, good days and bad days of a human, a lack of motivation or an inspiration from a human, the battles between a boss and an employee, a culture shock. None of those things are embedded in all this technology. They basically purify all that. So every day we go to work, we got to start thinking, do I fight against the humans, the people that I work with, or do I fight with them in order to stretch out our jobs a little while longer? Do we, do we work together so that we're able to maintain and retain our professions, our ability to feed our families a little longer? Or do we continue the rules of treachery that science has begun to eradicate? Which one do we do? Those days we don't feel motivated. We just want to hang out all day. Technology doesn't. Technology is up and running. And if technology is running 24 hours a day, we've got to make sure we have a process, a system, a reminder, a work ethic that at least allows us to stay in the shadows and be involved. Your time has come. The machine has risen. And it's time for humans, for mankind, to rise and take a stand. We can do it now, or we can complain about it later. But I want you to think about this. What industry would you go in if your industry was eradicated, if your industry was completely annihilated and wrecked by technology? What would you do next? Give that some thought. If that doesn't motivate you to wake up, and rise up with the rest of the humans that are making the movement. Nothing else will. And I like to eat. So I like food. So that means I need to work. Because I need money. That or I just need to get out to my farm and plant some seeds. Maybe I'll get rich being a farmer one day. Head of lettuce. Just give me a hundred bucks. I'm having a sale today. Oh, you want a chicken? Oh, uh -huh. yeah. Chickens are three hundred bucks today. Yeah, they're on sale. What would the future look like if we were able to lose our place 
what would the future look like if we actually lost our spot to innovation, to technology, to a machine? Stop pushing your boss. Stop pushing your company. Stop pushing your industry. The more we push back and we make people go around us to find a solution, the faster it's coming. Thank you for joining me. We're going to wrap up this episode, The Rise of the Human. Check out our other 14 episodes on iTunes. Just search for The Daily Life Coach and then hit your subscribe button. You'll get them automatically. Make life simple. Use your automation, people. Really? Why do you guys keep going back looking for each individual episode and you text me and inbox me? Is there another episode up? I don't know. Why don't you just subscribe? Really? I'm, tr- I'm trying to teach you how to use your automation here. There's going to be a robot out there that gives reminders just because of you guys, just so you know. I appreciate you actually listening. I really do. I don't get paid a lot doing this podcast. However, podcasters, really handsome podcasters with a great voice, massive biceps. Look at there. Let me measure this one. I think I qualify. I, I'm going to be a commodity in the future because the level of intelligence hasn't been programmed in robots yet to be able to podcast like this. This is some, mm, this is some grade A international podcasting right here. Check me out, the Victor Young on Instagram, the Victor Young on Twitter. Check me out on LinkedIn, and the Daily Life Coach on Facebook. Thank you for joining me. Send me your questions. Send me your responses. I love it when you guys are engaged. And make sure you guys subscribe. Make it easy on yourselves. Use your automation. Have a great day. Talk to you soon.